embrace reinvention and the subtle art of embracing change. I'm your host, Lena. Every episode, I'll be bringing you insights, strategies, and inspiring stories to help you stay ahead in the fast-changing landscape of today's business world. Change isn't made by asking permission. Change is made by asking forgiveness later. Don't you just love this quote by marketing wizard Seth Godin? Welcome back to Madden Flow Unboxed. Hey there, it's Lena, your guide through the dynamic world of continuous adaptation and business evolution. Today's episode got a cheeky title. Sorry, not sorry. How I replaced asking for permission with asking for feedback instead. Now, that might sound like a simple switch, but let me tell you, it has been a huge game changer. We'll be unpacking the power dynamics behind those sneaky permission-seeking habits we all have. You know, those little, is it okay, would you mind if, moments that creep up everywhere from our day-to-day lives to those intense client meetings. But here's the twist. We'll be diving deep into how simply shifting to a feedback-focused approach not only elevates our professional status, but that even truly transforms how we navigate the business world. Plus, I have some intriguing insights that just might make you reconsider how you present yourself or your team in decision-making scenarios. Whether you're a business veteran, a sprouting entrepreneur, or someone curious about personal growth and communication, this episode is packed with gems you won't want to miss. Ready to unbox this together? Let's go! So what's so wrong about asking for permission? Isn't it one of the first things that we are taught both at home and at school? Raising your hand before asking a question? Asking for permission before leaving the table or borrowing someone else's pen? There is absolutely nothing wrong with asking for permission when the action you're about to take might affect others, be it your peers, clients, management, family or friends. The problem is when asking for permission becomes your go-to mechanism before every single decision making and hinders your ability to trust your guts, your experience, your expertise, your knowledge and ends up making you come off as less competent. I've personally learned very early on on my professional journey how hindering it can be to constantly be seeking permission before taking action. It actually cost me my dream project. Yes, the one I was promised I would take when I was hired for this one year contract and I was just waiting for my N plus one to give me the green light to get started on it. But in the meantime, a colleague just took initiative and ended up handling it instead. At the moment, I felt so resentful, angry, betrayed, I actually considered quitting. Then I took a step back. And I realized that this strategic project needed someone who could prove their leadership skills, their ability to be proactive and be a fearless go-getter. Well, by waiting on the sidelines, that's clearly not the vibe I conveyed to my hierarchy. So it all made completely sense in hindsight. And since then, I made a promise to myself that I would never, ever go through that same process again and would rather ask for feedback after going for what I wanted. Ever since, whenever I have needed to make decisions about a project, 
I would ask for guidance from experts if dealing with a complex situation, of course. But at the end of the day, I'd be the one calling the shots. And it has turned my life upside down for the better. It helped me build up my confidence. It made my management see me as a trustworthy go-getter. And that's how I ended up having strategic responsibilities quite early on and even oversee technical projects, even though I was the only project manager who graduated from business school. Why? Well, those acquired leadership skills, this ability to get things done no matter what, helped my projects go smoother and be delivered always or almost always on time. And yes, at the end of the day, all those decisions were not picture perfect, of course, but at least it got the ball rolling and helped both the team and I stay driven and focused on our end goal. And what's even greater about shifting from this permission-seeking mentality to asking for feedback once you have taken things into your own hands is that it helps you switch to a growth mindset accepting the risk of occasional failure. It makes you gain more self-confidence, more self-esteem, fight this imposter syndrome. And overall, it shows and nurtures your ability to be leading teams or projects while being able to adjust to the hindrances you might have along the way. What's more, an HBR article I will be sharing in the show notes demonstrates that to appear more competent, you need to appear more confident. In other words, you have to convince others of your ability by communicating what you're good at without seeking external validation. So yes, do take initiatives and use feedback as a tool to demonstrate your skills and gain recognition and hopefully succeed better in your career. After all, it's all about communication and ownership, demonstrating one's ability to take calculated risks and be a seasoned decision maker. And once you've made your mind, what's stopping you from analyzing the outcome with your team, your peers or your management to figure out if that were the best course of action or if you'd have been better off with a different strategies? Let's bring in some data to nurture those statements, shall we? According to PwC, 60% of employees said they would like feedback on a daily or weekly basis. And the number increases up to 72% for employees under the age of 30. So yearly reviews are no longer enough. Why? Well, feedbacks help employees, team members gain clarities and purpose in their day-to-day -day endeavors and feel like valued members of the organization, hopefully preventing them from joining the ever-increasing number of quiet quitters. So basically, whenever you share feedback with your teams, your peers or your management, you're giving them recognition for the work that they're doing and demonstrating your leadership skills all at once. I guess now you're wondering what are the practical steps to shift from this permission-seeking mentality to a feedback culture as a manager. Well, first of all, you can adopt the habit of giving short-time feedback, as in right after each presentation, client meeting or workshop. It doesn't need to be long. It can simply follow the structure I am about to share with you. It's one I have been using for about two years in my different leadership or agile trainings. Number one, here's what I liked in your presentation. Number two, this is what I learned from it. Number three, 
And maybe here's what I would have done differently if I were in your shoes. Another valuable feedback tool I am super fond of comes from Jürgen Apollo's Management 3.0. It's called the Kudo Box. So it's a set of cards that you can use to congratulate your peers or your team for their achievement or specific contribution to a project. You can also use that tool through LinkedIn. What matters here is to make your recognition public, visible, so that you can increase their motivation. Afraid of creating conflict or handling sensitive people that might have a harder time telling the difference between constructive feedback and criticism? A really good option would be to replace feedback by feedforward, developed by Marshall Goldsmith. This approach focuses on the future and is driven around solution seeking and permanent improvement. It's a great way to encourage team members, employees and peers to take initiatives without fearing judgment or criticism. This can be a wonderful way to foster psychological safety within your team and help them stay innovators and stop seeking permission. If such an approach seems too disruptive given your company's culture or your own background, why not go ahead and organize a team building? You could have either an agile coach or a liberating structure facilitator help you experiment around a couple of workshops where it will be encouraged to share feedback both ways, manager and managee, breaking silos and encouraging people to speak their minds and feel rewarded for it. To wrap it up, trust yourself. You know more than you think you do, as Dr. Spock would say. So, what is one decision you have been pondering for far too long? What could be the low impact initiative or first initiative you could be taking next? Please share your story in the comments. And remember, the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones that do. Thank you, Steve Jobs. If you've made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. Feel free to reach out if you're interested in agile transformation and business reinvention or merely to keep this conversation going through your questions or feedback. Just drop me a message on LinkedIn. The URL is in the show notes.